When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHQ Bulls postgame presented to you by DraftKings. DraftKings. Make sure you use promo code CHGO when you download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and have all the fun with those stepped up same game parlays. Big Dave. Matthew Peck. W. That's 3-0. is the final. Bulls beat the Central Division rival Indiana Pacers to go to 3-2 and two on the season. First winning streak of the 22-23 Chicago Bulls season. What yeah. do you know? Love it. What do you say? Love what it. Say? We got a bunch of Bulls fans hanging out with us in the live YouTube chat and comments. Keep them oh, coming. Right. We'll get to as many of your comments as we can throughout tonight's postgame. See our guy Braggs is in the comments as well. What up, Braggs? Throw us some super chats if you feel so inclined. We're trying to go to Paris, y'all. Trying to hey, go to Paris. Need some super chats. Trying to be at. <laughs> uh, Big Dave, so many different yeah. storylines to take away from tonight's game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the most dominant offensive performance we've seen for the Bulls this season in that first half put up 70, whatever, like 76 points, whatever it was. Mm. You knew the Pacers were going to make some kind of run to get back into it. The second unit responds with their defense after the Pacers had the Bulls just chasing their tails uh, and the Pacers had all kinds of open looks that they finally started knocking down. We talked in pregame about how the Pacers chuck a ton of threes. They chucked 41 threes tonight, which is almost exactly their season average thus far of 40.8. It was just imbalanced on the ones that they missed and then the ones that they hit. The Bulls responded well enough to keep them at bay what was your biggest takeaway from tonight's game? Oh man, there was so many. Uh, let me t- let me say this: at no point, what was great, Matt, was at no point in time was I worried about the Bulls losing this game. Even when the Pacers made their run, I wasn't. Not once, Matt. I wasn't worried because all the Pacers did was get hot from the three point line, and as many threes as they rained, they were still losing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was as all those threes, you're still losing, and I'm like. Well, they don't have their defensive lineup in the game. Well, Billy Donovan's going to bring the defense back in and things will even out. Soon as he brought those guys back in, everything evened out. We're right back to where it was. You knew the Pacers were going to start turning the ball over. You knew the shot clock violations were on the way. And all those things were going to happen. And that's what went down. Kudos to them for doing that because that's what they had done in those previous games. They've been down 20-plus before this season and came all the way back because guys like Buddy Hill get hot from three. But the difference is the Bulls really do have a great defensive team. So my main takeaway, though, Matt, was, again, that second unit came in and did just a great, great job for the team. They The starting lineup kind of, you know, started it, and then the second unit elevated it. 
And that was just an awesome thing to see, man. I'm sure we'll get into Dragic and everyone else, but them just as a unit, I really enjoyed watching how they played tonight. Shout out to Hayes Watkins with our first super chat of the night <laughs> saying, I'll take the win. Not to be negative, though. Why does this offense become so stagnant for long stretches? We saw that once in the third quarter and yeah. then again in the fourth quarter. We once did. the Bulls had sort of pushed the Pacers back a little bit, the Pacers made a second mini run there midway late into the fourth um, when I believe the Bulls were went without a field goal for like um, like five minutes. And we've yeah. seen that several times through their previous three, uh, four games before tonight's action. Yeah. I don't know what it is about how the Bulls offense just sort of the wheels fall off. We've talked about the second unit, maybe not necessarily having enough offensive juice at times. We're now seeing more of Zach playing with the second unit as opposed to last season, Jamar playing with the second unit. And honestly, I like a lot about that second unit. It was the first unit that kind of sputtered out of the gate to start the second half tonight, Dave. Very, very true. Um, they didn't have it defensively. There were several possessions uh, with that first unit, those guys in, where they just did not get out to the shooter and guys were just wide open. I'm talking about from the first half to the second half. There were guys just wide open for some wide open shots. There was one play, Buddy Hill in particular, in the second quarter that came out of a timeout and Buddy Hill made a cut baseline and nobody picked him up like he was under the basket wide open and i'm pointing at it like leonardo dicaprio and once upon a time in hollywood just sitting and pointing at it from my chair hey and he was so wide open he had time to say oh no it's okay and then he left and went back to the uh baseline and shot a three on demar DeRozan. like he had time he had that much time to do that and i was like wow okay yeah that's not good you know but outside of that though um, the second you, if the first unit isn't hitting their buckets, it's just becoming more glaring for them, you know, with those defensive lapses and things like that. But kudos to them because they picked it up because they definitely were scoring for sure. They definitely putting the ball into the bucket. Guys like Zach Levine, guys like Io, you know, and of course, my man, uh, Patrick Williams finally, you know, had a good game, had a solid game mm -hmm. tonight. Um, and how I many, what, what, six people in double figures, I think, uh, for yeah. that Bulls team, with, all with five. With Io with those two late buckets, it made it six Bulls in double figures. Yeah, all the whole, I believe the starting five were all, all in double starting figures. Starting five and then Dragic yeah. with 13 off the bench, yeah. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And 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 Drummond had eight, so yeah, eight so, 13, And Javante so. had eight. Like, it was, Javon, right, it was right. well balanced offensively tonight, but there still were those droughts. But yeah. my bigger problem was the Bulls, lackadaisical defense out of the gate to start the second half that kind of leads shout out eli with the super chat there what is that symbol i don't know what it is um but it's like sometimes i think that that like the 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 sloppy offense spawns from the bulls pulling the ball out of their own basket because they're not playing focused and locked in defense our guy mark in the comments saying pat's defense was very bad in the third quarter okay i think yes Pat was, was good in the first bad rotations, <laughs> not doing a good enough job fighting through screens, but the bulls defense in total for the first part of that third quarter was a mess. Yeah. Their rotations right. were off. The Pacers finally started moving the ball a little bit better than they did in the first half. And yeah. they started getting shooters open and they started yeah. knocking down those shots. And then to me, it's like this bulls team can be guilty of when they're bringing the ball up, you know, sort of like lazy half paced after getting scored on. 
-hmm. The offense loses a little bit of mustard, just like their defense is guilty of losing mustard. And then all of a sudden, you're getting bad looks late in shot clocks. You're turning the ball over. The Bulls' offense, part of the reason why they poured in 70-plus in the first half, and it was clean. I think they had, like, three turnovers in the first half. They ended the game with nearly 20. Like, if you want to answer to the question of where where do these Bulls' offensive droughts come from, turnovers. Freaking turnovers. Yeah, yeah, when you can't handle the basketball, yeah, it's, it's going to be like that um, for this team. And it was weird because the starting lineup I don't think really is like that. Like, I'm not used to seeing them like that. I'm not saying they're great defensively, uh, but those lapses were very, very glaring uh, in, in, when that when that was happening. But honestly, I'm not tripping on any of that because they beat the piss out of out of the, the paces, dude. They whooped their ass. Like, I'm not tripping on none of that, bro. Like, like seriously, everybody looked really good. It was so much fun to watch this game and to sit there and be like, okay, I don't think the Bulls are going to lose at all. With everything I'm sitting here saying about their defense, about the turnovers, about uh, uh, about the things that they didn't do well, at no point in time did I feel like this game was in jeopardy at all. I'm just like, they're going to win this game, dude. You can just feel this and smell this. And, yeah, so I, I give them uh, kudos for that, man, because – it, for me, it was the most fun game so far of the season. It was the first time I looked at them like, okay, this is the Chicago Bulls. This is the complete team I've been talking about. These are the guys we thought we were going to see in the preseason and the and uh, coming in to start the season and, and continuing on against like Washington when they had those lapses and stuff like that. This is the team I thought I was going to see. This is how you whoop on those bum squads doing stuff like this. Like that, I enjoyed. They went about 24, I think, on them, man. And again, kudos to the Pacers for coming back. But they was whooping their ass, and they ended up with that victory at the end, which is all I give a damn about is them doing that and moving on to that next. And like you said, I mean, it was the complete package tonight. There were those offensive lulls, but collectively, that was a team offense. I mean, I took note of it when I saw that DeMar was heading to the free throw line late in the second quarter, and at that point, he had only taken two shots. Yeah, And the Bulls had 54 points like halfway through the second quarter. And yeah. they were up 20-something. Yeah. And DeMar had taken two shots. Two. If that offensive crutch that this team is so used to using yeah. isn't even needed, yeah. and you're putting up that many points and you're up by that much, I mean, and kudos to DeMar for seeing a night like tonight to say, you know what, let's get everybody else their touches first. Let's get everybody else involved first. And then what happened? The Bulls are kind of in trouble a little bit in the second half at certain points. DeMar mm-hmm. picks and chooses his possessions to be like, all right, give me the rock. I'll get us a bucket. Right. Timely right. buckets from DeMar. 17 points. Only took 14 shots. Not a big DeMar night, but it's because he said, hey, teammates, y'all take this one. Y'all got this. And the main teammate who got that was Zach Levine. He was the one that took it over for them. <laughs> Zach had eight free throws in the first half. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I was ecstatic. Like he was, I was like, yes, he's getting to the line. And you saw what it did because he wasn't shooting super well in the first half, but he was getting to the free throw line. But you saw what it did because you looked up and you're like, well, he's still in double figures right now early because he's getting to the line. What does that do for a guy who's a scorer? That lets me know, okay, bet, I can still do this. I got time to get my buckets because my points is looking good and I'm, and I'm watching the ball go through the net at the free throw line. What did he do when he come out in the second half? Buckets, 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 three-pointer, 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 catch and shoot, Levine. It was Zachary Attackery for all y'all splackackeries. <laughs> That's what it was. It was amazing. It was fun. It was fun, Matt, watching Zach do that. And, again, he was doing that Zach Levine stuff where I saw I saw certain plays while I'm watching him think a little bit too much. 
and then he would have a 24 second violation he'd think a little bit too much and then he would turn the ball over or he wouldn't make the right cut or the right play but i was okay with that because i'm looking down i'm like okay here comes the next play he goes up he six he hits a three six threes he was six of eight from the three-point line dog on fire and also i will say this and i'm not being negative when i say this i'm just telling you because it was true i've never seen zach get blocked that many times in a game before i've never seen that before and i think that has to do with the knee and him you know getting reacclimated and stuff like that i don't expect that to continue but i was like hey he's getting blocked a lot like i don't like that but again miles turner blocked shots and stuff but still i thought he was getting blocked a lot thank you for teeing me up uh i know you don't like to be overly <laughs> negative i'll take it from here uh but you know but before i give further thoughts on that shout out to uh jf underscore Faye on twitter this popped up in my twitter feed okay. zach first player in bulls history to have at least six made threes and 10 made free throws wow in one game seriously Fran franchise history wow 28 points wow. on 13 field goal attempts and look six of eight from behind the three-point line and 10 of 12 from the free throw line that is like Zach Levine deliciousness, right? Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. a lethal three-point shooter, and he can attack the basket and get to the free-throw line. That is his offensive game. Yeah. But you mentioned it. At the rim, when he wasn't drawing the fouls, mm. Zach was 0 of 5 inside the three-point line tonight. Because mm. he was getting blocked. Mm -hmm. He was getting blocked. And yeah, uh, there's a little worried part of my brain still that's like, yo, what's up with that knee? Five What's up tonight. with that knee? Zach does no. not look like full-on attackery so yeah. far in these games that he's played. And I I'll agree. holding my breath a little bit because tonight, Zach did everything they needed him to do to win that game and win it fairly comfortably. But when I see Zach trying to get to the basket in these games, something's missing. And yes, Miles Turner is a heck of a shot-blocking player. Um, and, and like, you know, there were others who were chipping in with the block shots for the Pacers oh, tonight. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Turner yeah. had four, but Smith had two. Yeah. Smith had two. Mm. I mean, like, three of their – four of their bench players had block – I mean, like, it was a block party for the Pacers tonight. They yeah. are very good at doing that, but usually Zach are, is flying past and above those people throwing down mm. dunks, not getting stuffed at the rim. Yeah, and again, it's five games into the season. I think that's why I'm not concerned about it um, because I'm like, if that's – if 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 he's doing that, Matt, and I'm looking at his line and he's 28, 6, and 5. Okay. <laughs> Take your time getting better. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're still gonna be provide me with something, because that's the great thing about Zach Levine, it's just not all about his explosiveness to the rim. That dude could shoot the basketball. Now he has also learned how to get to the free throw line. So that's just gonna help his game while he's waiting to get that explosiveness back and get more comfortable with that. So Remember, he sat out the first two games of the season. <laughs> this is third right. game. So, yeah, their explosiveness is not going to be there. It's not going to be on point yet. But I would be more concerned if it was stopping him from having these kind of numbers. But it hasn't. Those numbers look nice to me. <laughs> Pretty right to me, Matt. Like, damn, those look good. Uh, yeah, Zach in the comments agreeing with you, saying it's it's the explosiveness that's missing. Um. Uh, Ryan saying, do you think uh, there's uh, not the same height on Zach's jumper? I mean, Zach's jumper looked wet to me. Wet. Six, six of eight from downtown. What? Like what? I how do you how do you see six of eight from downtown 
and watch the way he was smooth as ever with those threes and think there's something wrong with his shot. I don't think no, there's a damn it. thing wrong with his shot. I think there's something wrong with that explosiveness. The explosiveness, um, yes, correct. Uh, Exiled so- Punk saying Zach still doesn't seem to be in shape with that explosiveness. It'll come along in time. Bless all of you, your hearts and your optimism and positivity. That is just but that's Zach how it works. Getting back, <laughs> getting back into form. Ah, the Zach hater Eco Bean is here saying, ah, oh, but Zach, five turnovers though. Yeah, you're going to have that kind of stuff. I like Zach. Every once in a while. Yeah, it sounds like a Zach game to me, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. like before that would be a problem because we were dependent on it. Right. We had to have it, but now it's not anymore. Also, like, is- one, of, one of those five turnovers was him throwing almost an even more ridiculous lob to Javante. Yeah. And Javante just couldn't throw it down. Like Seriously. You seriously, want to knock man. Zach for that turnover? Like, yeah. I, I won't. I'll knock Zach won't. for the turnovers where he dribbles the ball off his foot. Right. Or, you know, if you want to, you know, call, call him on a turnover for driving to the rim and getting stuffed because his explosiveness isn't quite back yet. Okay, fine. Yeah, sure, but- fine. Like you just said, on a night when he's got 28, 6, and 5, <laughs> on the most efficient, 6 of 8 from downtown, tw- 10 of 12 for the free throw line, you want to nitpick the turnovers? Like, okay. okay. No, I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. But I will, uh, Joey, bring back up, uh, there was a super chat from uh, Devo to Black Panther. I, he, You keep putting it up there, and we haven't been able to read it yet. So I just want to give that some attention because it hasn't happened yet. Go ahead, man. Yeah, well, I was I was going to save it for the other half of the ad break, but we can do it now. Let's dive in. Oh, okay. Matt had a plan, uh, and I just and I just completely shitted on it. I apologize, man. That is my fine. fault. We'll read it <laughs> and then we'll discuss after the okay. ad break. Debo, oh, the Black the Panther, with a big old super chat. Thanks, Debo, saying the Bulls <laughs> looking good so far, except that Cavs lost. Zach back on the attack. Love it. Vooch, a calming presence. Oh, isn't he? Isn't he, he just? Isn't he? Io leading the way. Demar being Demar. Dragic and Drummond are heaven sent. Mm. Good win. That's a great. Mm. That's a great super chat, Debo. I believe mm. our guy AK also had one praising the glory of Dragic. Yeah, there you go. Bulls win. Dragic, aka Ginobili. What mm. a pickup. We will. Do- <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's the graphic that Dave was asking for. From yes. Joey. Thank from you, Magic. Joey. Oh, ask Joey and ye shall receive. Oh, I love it. This is Dude, brilliant. This is Joey, well done. Tweet well that done, from Joey. our Bulls, CSGO Bulls Twitter account immediately. Now, now, <laughs> Joey. Put that out there now. Put it in the Louvre. I love uh, it, man. Love it. Yes, uh, <laughs> plenty of things to discuss with the Drummond and Dragic beauty that we saw once again tonight. We will do that coming yes. up next. While we're reading a couple of ads for you guys, uh, hit that like button if you haven't already. Make sure you're subscribed to the CHO Sports YouTube channel because we got some hella fun products for you. Yeah, we do. But you can multitask while we tell you about these cool products. Hit that Mm. like button. Do that. Uh, Oh, and because our first ad read is DraftKings, Joey, Uh the DraftKings king of the game. Is that man who had 26, 28, 6, and 5 tonight? Zach Levine in his third game back. Whew, beautiful. Just is a beautiful game from Zachary Attackery, your DraftKings king. king of the night. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, obviously, because you just watched a Bulls victory. You did. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA and our official sports betting partner at CHGO. New customers yeah, yeah, can make yeah. any $5. NBA yeah. Moneyline bet, you get $200 of free bets. If your team wins, you could have just put a $5 bet on the Bulls beating up the Pacers tonight, and you would have gotten $200 of free bets from DraftKings. Easy money. 
Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Mm-hmm. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a stepped up same game parlay today. With mm-hmm. payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Mm-hmm. Once again, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, using promo code CHGO, make any $5 bet on an NBA money line this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only yes. at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code CHGO. Oh, Big Dave, I will no. tell you that I hit my stepped-up same-game parlay tonight on Did Bulls you? Pacers. Proud of you. And it involved Andre Drummond grabbing all the damn rebounds. I loved it. Oh, 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 Drummagic. <laughs> You know, he's grabbing all the rebounds. Oh, I can go there. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to give it to y'all right now. I ain't going to give it to y'all right now. But I will give you this. Matt, what time is it? Game time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, give you that's the, why I asked I'm gonna you. I'm going to give you the Dolly version because I'm sick. Yeah. No, that's why I asked you because I wanted to know what was going to come next. I didn't know if you was going to tough it and give it or if you're going to smooth it out. Dude, I was and I so like good. I didn't utter a word sitting on that game watching my couch just now. Rest of the vocal cords. Yes. And then the Javante alley-oop happened and I jumped <laughs> off my couch and screamed and then immediately grabbed my throat and was like, oh, God damn it, Matt, you idiot. A thousand knives in my throat. God damn. Oh, man. But don't you guys want to experience something like that live? Wouldn't it have been cool to have been at the game and seen that live and feel all that energy? Well, guess what? All you got to do is use the game time app, and you can be there live because you can get in those seats that you never thought you could do, the 50-yard line, court side, behind home plate, floor seats at the concert. All of this is possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats that you thought you could never afford. You won't find a better deal, y'all, this season on Chicago Bulls tickets because just like CHGO, it's created by the fans for the fans. And game time guarantees, guarantees the lowest price, period. So if you love CHGO, then guess what? You'll love game time. And the best way to support us is to do two things. One, make sure you hit that like button, please. Go ahead and click that. I know you're doing it. I'll give you two seconds. Thank you. Appreciate you doing that. The next thing you do is you buy your tickets through the link in the description. That's what you do, y'all. And join over the 15 over the 15 million people who have downloaded that Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because young Joey, what time is it? Game time. Who? Ah, Oh, <laughs> he's always there for you. He's right there. there for you. That's all I need. That's all I need. Uh, yeah. So, uh, jumping back from our uh, our pre ad break super chat from Debo and also from AK, let's talk about Goran Dragic, Dave, and Man. his partner in crime, Andre Drummond. Yeah. Wow. Some of those passes that Dragic was throwing tonight. Mm-hmm. The one that he tried to throw up to Derek Jones Jr. too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he was just like dribbling left around the screen and then seriously just threw it over his head, over his shoulder without looking. That one didn't convert, but Jones drew a foul on it. But yeah, the chemistry that that Drummond and Dragic built in what maybe a month playing together in Brooklyn last season, if right. that really, yeah, is incredible. 
Drummond, when he's not being crazy, I'm going to put the ball on the floor from behind the three-point line and try to get to the rack, Drummond, which he did once mm-hmm. tonight. Shame on you. Go run a lap. <laughs> when he is just crashing the boards and rolling yeah. to the rim looking for Drummond, uh, uh, Dragic lobs, mm-hmm. and Dragic is just being that calm, poised vet point guard who, while his knees are what they used to be, he can still break down defenses and then just throw some abs. The one pass he threw from underneath the basket Whipped oh. around a defender to Caruso, mm. who actually then hit the three. I mean, mm. some of these Dragic passes are freaking magic, Dave. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely right. It, it was his game tonight. He balled out for the Chicago Bulls, man. And I mean, it was just fun to watch. Like, and again, I'm, I'm, I, it makes me miss Lonzo because I'm like, this is what I like while Lonzo was out there. But Dragic, man, because you see how easy it is for the team when they're just like, well, I'm going to set up in the spot and he's going to find me. like, and, and that's what's going to happen. And then on top of that, he's hitting his threes. You know what I mean? Like he's doing that on, on top of these things? No, he was great. When the bull, when they went on that run, the first thing I said was, oh, well, Billy needs to get the bench back in the game. And then he brought everybody in but Dragic. And I was like, wait, hold on. What are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing, Billy? What are you doing? And then he brought him in like, come play. I was like, okay, now – Let's play basketball. And then the game was over after that. Dragic did it all, Matt. He really, truly did it all for the Bulls. He, Like you said, stabilizing is what he is. I, I like to call him just for men. He he, he was stabilizing out there with, with uh, Drummond, man, who, who I now call Two-Face. <laughs> he, was, he, he was out there stabilizing with these guys, man. And it was great to see and just the ease that he brought to the offense. And also... Him not getting lost and flustered on defense was impressive to me. It wasn't like he was making defensive stops. I'm just like, but no, he was never out of position. He was always in front of the man. Like, he was just doing the little stuff I asked Kobe White to do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, Kobe, that. Like, that's that's what I mean. Like, just be in front of your guy and do that, and we'll be okay. And and I love the way Billy utilized his minutes, because I sure he didn't want to bring him back early, you know, and that why they didn't want to go on that run, because he didn't want to bring him back uh, so early. But you needed him back in the game because he was hot, and that's just what it is. But, yeah, man, I can't say enough about him and how he played. He he did an excellent, excellent job tonight. Yeah, I, I mean, I think tonight was yet another game thus far through these five where those Bulls fans who spent summer bitching and moaning on Twitter about how Drummond and Dragic was essentially a, a net nothing offseason yeah. – I remember. And look, I I wasn't over the moon excited about those guys, but I was like, well, they're quality vets who will play minutes in Billy's rotation. That's not nothing. And move the trash to the back. Underwhelming, but fine. Especially, Mm -hmm. you know, asterisk, uh, is Dragic healthy enough to play and healthy enough to play real minutes? And Drummond cool with playing a reserve role when he's been basically a starter most of his career. With those two, you know, little extra pieces of Christ, I was like, they can help this team. Without a doubt, they can help this team. Those Bulls fans who were yelling about these additions in the offseason, being trash, being nothing, being junk, Mm -hmm. I hope they're, you know, sitting down, getting ready to write those handwritten apologies to Dragic and Drummond and the Bulls front office because these guys are helping the Bulls win games, unquestionably. Unquestionably, Matt. I I tweeted that out afterwards. I was like, some of y'all owe Dragic an apology. Like some of y'all really do owe that young man an apology, man. Cause they because you're right. I saw the same things. I was getting the same tweets. I people were DMing me all this stuff. 
saying, what are they doing? What is this? Oh, he's not going to do anything. I'm like, quit staring at his hair. All right? Stop doing that. Just stop staring so at his hair. It's, speaking of just for me, it's so gray, though, Dave. Look, but stop looking at it because it's making you think it's the gray has trickled down to his knees and trickled down to his hands and it's stopping him from being a good basketball player. That's not the case. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the case. If you go back and watch um, any highlight from either Dragic or Drummond last season, a majority of them are together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what you're going to see. A majority of their plays are together, man. Watching those guys run that two-man game. I mean, Matt, you you just had the perfect nickname. That's what you did. It's Drew Magic. That's what it is. And, and it's fun to watch. And, man, what about that? That play, Matt, when uh, Dragic got the ball baseline with the clock running down, and it got to about one second, and I was like, shoot the ball, and he gave an alley-oop <laughs> to Drummond, who powered it down with one hand with, like, one-tenth of a second left. It was unbelievable. I was like, that is incredible. That drum and oop was like MJ in the final seconds of Space Jam. Like, hey, what? (laughs) How? How did you do that? It was so impressive, man. I was blown away by that. And I don't know how everybody can't just see that and be like, you know what? He's down good. But that's right. Some of y'all, some of y'all owe some apologies out here. Somebody told me already on tour, like, it's only five games, man. I don't know what you're talking about. The Raptor said he was unplayable. You'll see. You'll see. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, sure. Uh, Harbinator <laughs> in the comments saying Dragic and Drummond look to be great stabilizers for this team. They really calm yeah. the team down. Yeah. Um, Morris saying Drummond's block tonight was a low-key quality Drummond contribution as opposed to Urban Magic Drummond moments, man. <laughs> when he thinks he's Magic Johnson, it is hilarious and then awful. The hilarious part is short-lived, and then the awful yeah. part, you're like, oh, my God. Dude, didn't, but didn't you, you want him to take those threes? Didn't you want him to shoot those threes, man, because they were just so damn wide open I, and within the flow? I, I tweet yelled at him on one of them, the one where he just, like, slung it to Caruso and gave Caruso a shot clock grenade. It was like, yeah. dude, okay, yeah, Caruso did knock down a three or two tonight, but, like, I, Drummond was more open, and we've seen Drummond hit a three, so freaking yeah. shoot it, man. You know, Shoot that. Just shoot it because him do, his next decision – is to do what Matt does not want him to do, and that's put the ball on the floor and go to the bucket. No, shoot the three, man. You, it was there, wide open. Shoot yeah. it. Keep the floor balance. I don't care if you're throwing it to the to the third row. Keep the floor balance. Shoot the ball, man. Please. Um, Charlie in the comments saying Drummond has been here five games and he's been better than Thompson was last year and Bradley by a massive margin. Yeah, I think I saw our guy Ricky O'Donnell have a hilarious tweet about that after one of Drummond's like good plays tonight, where he's like, "Man, you know, nobody makes you look better than the guy you replaced who was awful." Because <laughs> we we tried to think that Tristan Thompson is a mid to late season pickup was going to be quality depth for the Bulls, and probably just because we wanted to believe that the team was get, getting better on its way to the playoffs. It's a disaster. Thompson was more bad than good by a lot. And everybody was like, oh, Drummond. It's just like, it's another Thompson. It's another Brad. No, dude. Andre Drummond at the peak of his Pistons days was a goddamn all-star. 2020. 20 and 20 a night. First game I ever watched with you guys was the uh, <clears throat> beginning of the CHO era. Tristan Thompson's first game with the Bulls. Yeah. Big Gabe was very excited. 
Was very excited. Very Age, excited. Age of Rodman. All I wanted. Okay, I ain't say all that shit. <laughs> but I was like, I was very excited about getting him, man, because I was like, finally, we got the goon that I wanted. We got a big man here. Cool. He knows how to win. All this other stuff. I was ready for all that, man. Nope. <laughs> he said, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Not going to happen for it, man. I was like, well, not going to work. Let's get out of here and find something else. And yeah, I appreciate them trying to go for it. And I'll always honor them for trying to do that shit. Indeed. One thing, um, more moving thing. Moving on. Well, go well, ahead, Joey. Because I, I see this comment from 37 Cycles that I like. Indy's Jalen Smith, absolute stud. He's going to be a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. Interesting segue here. Segway Joey says... This is like like an example that can make you feel optimistic about Patrick Williams because Jalen Smith was a high lottery pick that was so unplayable in Phoenix that they moved off of him quickly. Mm -hmm. They're in the same draft. And like you see, like, you know, it's too early to write some of these guys off. He looked like he could have an impact. Um, Yeah. Pat looked good tonight. Thank you. He did. Joey, so first of all, so, though, so you're you, saying we need to trade Pat and then he'll get good. Yeah. Okay, cool. you, okay. Thanks, Joey. But Joey, also, you cannot nickname yourself. <laughs> your nicknames have to be bestowed upon you. You can't toss them out. Also, on your phone, it's your own damn nickname. I'm <laughs> Pat. That is the that is the only thing I bring to this year's show, Joey. Is segueing from one topic to another, or segueing from ads back to topics. How dare you step on those toes? Oh man. How well, dare you ste- step on these toes? Oh, don't step on the toes, the burp-free toes. Hey, what? shout out to my man Josh on Twitter, who, as that Bulls lead was dwindling in the second half, was like, dude, we need more Burke vibes. And I was barefoot sitting the game watching. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You're right. I walked over, got my Burks from the front hallway, put them on, put them sat on. back down, and the Bulls got back in control of the game. Oh, well, speaking of segues, Matt. You know who's waiting in the wings. <laughs> I love speaking of segues hey. is so meta. I love it. <laughs> it's Will the Go Gottlieb, everybody. Oh, I saw from when I first logged on, I was like backstage or whatever, and I saw Joey's on. I was like, Joey, are you taking my job? What's going on here? <laughs> Already. I've never seen I've never seen Joey on camera uh, before. Really he cool. had to come on. He came you, on, uh, Will. He gave to, himself a nickname and everything. Address him by his official name. It's Segway Joey now. Segway <laughs> Joey. Excuse me. Segway Joseph. Excuse me. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> oh, relax. <laughs> you did it to yourself, Joey. Follow Will underscore Gottlieb on Twitter if you aren't already to not only get those great Bulls insights while he's reporting from these games, but of course, the celebratory cat dancing videos when the Bulls mm-hmm. win as they did tonight. Yeah, Legend. just like Legend. that. Um, balanced offensive night other than those couple of scoring droughts in the second half. Will, all five starters in double figures, six total players in double figures, Derek Jones Jr. and Javante each chipping in eight. Uh, what what was your biggest takeaway from a, a fairly comfortable Bulls win tonight? Yeah, I think it's just like the the whole of it, you know, like like you're saying. I mean, just so many guys looked really good. I think DeRozan like barely started scoring until the second half. Right. Um, Zach came out firing, hit hit a couple of threes. Um, I was just talking with Darnell. Like, I don't think Zach played all that well, but like the numbers were there. He was hitting his threes. He got to the line. Um, he still doesn't look totally right to me. Vooch had a hot right. start. Um, first play of the game was for Patrick, which didn't go so well. But then after that, he hit a couple of shots. So just overall, like balanced offensive uh, workload. And I think that's kind of what you're hoping for. Um, 
but I think really bearing the lead here, Goran Dragic is like the man. I mean, he was he was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think you and I will were were the ones saying that this bench can be a top three bench in the league uh, if they want it. To, if everything kind of goes right. And I think I don't this remember is kind of what, saying that, but I'll totally take credit for saying that. Oh, you know, we said it together. I know I said it Great. and you agreed with me. So fantastic. You, know, you don't have to ride with me. I can ride alone. I can ride alone, Will. Trust no, no, me, I can I'm ride with alone. You. I'm with you. <laughs> but yeah, but I I definitely said it uh that this is a this could be a top three bench uh in the league. But I think this is what I meant when when we when I sit here and watch it, just the depth that they have. Um they didn't even really need uh Derek Jones Jr. Uh, tonight but just you had a guy like that waiting in the wings um just talk about how, what you saw from that bench because they're the ones that kind of took took it to a next level once they came into the game in the first at the end of the first half and the second half mark um you silly dude uh yeah i mean like that bench unit i think came out and really i mean like the bulls were up right like it wasn't like they were down 15 and then all of a sudden the bench came in and they were up 15 but they just put the pressure on you. They play so fast and really like just it throws the defense off. And I know the Bulls like the the starting group is trying to play a little bit faster, but just naturally, I mean, they're they're like a more of a methodical team when you have DeMar DeRozan and Vooch in there. And they are trying to get up and down a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just like overheard Dragic talking in the hallway about how he was tired because of how fast they were playing. Like they were just flying up and down the floor. Um and yeah, like Javante Green's making athletic plays at the rim, getting out in transition. I think they they fill lanes really well. Like Billy's talked a lot about uh, just like the spacing and not having like two guys run up the middle uh, that mm-hmm. just like allows for driving lanes. And then you collapse the defense and then somebody helps and you kick it out and you spray it out and then there's ball movement. And it's like all those things that the Bulls really need in order to basically um, circumvent the fact that they don't shoot threes it's just like it totally clicks with that group because of how fast they play. And I think the one game where I was freaked out by it was the, uh, I think it was the game that they got either destroyed by the Cavs or they went down. Yeah. It must've been the Cavs game, but that's because they did not play Zach or Damar with that group. And since then they've put one of Zach or Damar with that group for the most part. And I think that really helps like stabilize it in a way where like, okay, yes, the goal is to fly up and down and get transition points, but if you're taking the ball out and you have to walk it up or the defense cuts off the initial action, then you've got a 25 point per game guy who can just like reset things a little bit, organize, and then like get you a bucket if you need it. So I just think the balance of those groups is really, really good. And yeah, I mean, specifically Dragic just like spearheading this whole thing. Uh, Billy Donovan just like talked about him like he's Chris Paul in terms of his you know ability <laughs> to, to read the game and just like the way he manipulates you know, pick and roll, which obviously is like a hyperbole, but um, yeah, he's just, he's a master pick and roll guy and the Bulls haven't had that. I think that's part of the reason why I was interested in the idea of Pat coming off the bench, because I think having somebody like that who can sort of organize and help Patrick get to his spots and create plays for Patrick, I think could, could go really far for him. So Dragic has been awesome. Can't wait to write about it. He is just, he's a man. You hear Um, that? You hear that, Matt? Like Chris Paul, Matt. Like Chris Paul, you hit that. Yeah, no, I heard that and then very quickly tuned that part out. Um, We've gotten a lot of lot of uh, hyperbolic statements today when Andre Drummond said that he was the greatest rebounder of the last century. Greatest uh, rebounder which is, of all time, which is actually true statistically speaking. But yes. statistically true, right. yeah, it's true. I, I yeah. like how he just said, you know, the last century. Did he mean just the two thousands or like going back to nineteen twenty two? 
Because it's like I think he meant. Pretty just sure the Wilt also because, played after 1922. Yeah, they, I mean, they just like weren't tracking rebounds past like I think the 1970s is when they started tracking rebounds. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he meant like of the last 22 years. But yeah, either way, it's just hilarious and still and not that wrong. Their entire said. second unit is a NBA starting worthy starting five. Um, yeah, they've got multiple all stars, especially when Zach is out there. They got two all stars out of Drummond, two out of Zach, and one out of Drogic. So. I mean, that's, uh, that's just a recipe for success. Well, obviously, there's a lot of hype around Dragic's game tonight, and rightfully so. I mean, he pulled them out of a few different binds tonight on top of making insane highlight reel passes and went three of three from behind the three-point line. But as far as Bulls bench guards go, kind of another quiet night for Kobe. He did knock down two of six. I'm I'm okay with that in his short minutes. You just got to have Kobe shoot when he's open. But can you talk a little bit about what you saw from Alex Caruso tonight? Kudos to him. He's not a shooter. He did knock down two threes as well tonight. But there were three or four different defensive possessions where I watched Alex Caruso play defense for 25 seconds (laughs) and said, my God, give this man defensive player of the year right freaking now. He's honestly like you watch him. I mean, I've watched every single Bulls game since they've gotten him right. And he still finds a way to do something that's just like, are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> like multiple times per game. It's, it's insane. The play where he like dove on the ground, uh, came back to contest the pass and then stripped whoever it was in the post. Like, are right, you yeah. kidding me? And then yeah. even like simple stuff, there was a play where he just uh, cut off Halliburton on a drive um, far, on the far right side from where I was sitting. And he just like stuffed every single attempt of, of Halliburton to break down the defense and get into the paint forced up a, a shot that ended up in a, in a shot clock violation. It's just like, I mean, he's just so good. And I know people don't take him for granted. And I know like he's kind of a meme in the sense that like people love him because he's good, but like he's actually so freaking good. And I don't, I just, I hope people actually appreciate how good he is because if you watch that guy literally once or twice per game, he will just amaze you with something that you thought you knew. Okay. This is, this is just great defense, but he's like doing it on two levels higher than that. Well, another thing that was great to see was um, when the run occurred uh, by Indiana, how the Bulls didn't fold. Um, they look like the team that's a good team. They did what good teams do. When when bad teams go on those kind of runs, you make a quick adjustment, you, you, you clamp them down, you score a couple buckets, you get an and one, and the game is over. Um, last year, we talked about it, how the Bulls, when it, a couple things would happen. They would just kind of fold and it was over and they would pack it in. Um, how good is, how good does it feel though, for you to see the bulls doing things like this, even them not still not being fully whole yet, but it feels like mentally they're there when it comes to beating up those bum teams like this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a crazy trend. Um, I was just thinking about this too, where in the first game of the season, the Miami heat shot six of eight on threes in the first quarter of the game. In the second game, I need to go back and look at the numbers. Um, so you can disregard that one. But the third game was the Cavs game. They shot five of six in the first quarter on threes. Mm-hmm. Celtics shot eight of nine in the first quarter on threes. And then the Pacers come down and shoot seven of nine during the third quarter. And it's like, how is this happening? I mean, these are just like absurdly high shooting volume numbers that like obviously you can't sustain. But when they come all in bunches like that, like that can wipe you out. And, and it's credit to the Bulls for coming back in that game against uh, the Celtics and then ultimately, you know, winning it. But this was an example of they had the lead and this sort of barrage came down and they withstood it. Um, 
we're talking to Billy about it a little bit post game. And like, I agree with him. I think for the most part, like there were some open threes for sure. Um, the rotations were like not always perfect, but I thought they were pretty good. And the Pacers were just like making all of their shots. And sometimes that's just kind of how it goes. I mean, they shot 40% on 41 threes today. They made 16 of them. So, I mean, they're just making a lot of threes, but those things do tend to, to normalize and, and stabilize throughout the course of a game and a season. Um, but you just kind of, you got to withstand. And I think at a certain point they started getting stops. They started be able, being able to, now that they're not taking the ball out of the basket, they're able mm-hmm. to get out and run a little bit more. And that gets them back into like their identity, especially with that second unit. So um, it is like one of those things where both sides of the ball influence it, but just kind of a crazy trend that we're seeing. And, you know, one game, two games. Okay, fine. That's like maybe a little bit fluky, but it's like four out of five games. That's like pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Will, before we let you go, thoughts on Zach's game tonight. We awarded him our DraftKings King of the Game for obvious reasons. 28 points on a very efficient 6 of 13, 6 of 8 from downtown, 10 of 12 with a free throw line, adding 6 boards and 5 assists. Dave and I discussed this before you hopped on. His 3-point shot was smooth tonight, smooth as, it, as it's always Later. been, and he was attacking the basket <laughs> and getting to the line. But on those attacks of the basket where he did not, draw the foul he was 0-5 inside the three-point line tonight and we were kind of you know just cautiously talking about how it looks like maybe Zach still doesn't quite have all of Zach's normal leg under him when he's attacking the basket did you see the same thing yeah I totally agree I mean his performance uh stands out just due to the box score but I mean he had what really felt like old Zach tunnel vision tonight where you know, it wasn't yeah. necessarily that he was like trying to go score on step back twos or whatever. Like he was going to the basket and he got there. He got to the free throw line uh, for 12 attempts, but five turnovers. Um, there were a couple of shots where he just like tried to draw a foul and couldn't for whatever reason. I mean, they've got like three incredible shot blockers down there and Isaiah Jackson, mm-hmm. Jalen Smith and Miles Turner. Um, but yeah, I thought he forced it a little bit. I, he, I talked to him maybe the other day about just like the development of his playmaking, especially in this new sort of more read and react heavy offense. And he was like, yeah, I'm just trying to like let the game come to me a little bit more. I'm trying to pick my spots better, but there are certain times where I just kind of put my head down and try to go to the basket and draw foul. I think that's kind of what you saw a little bit here. Um, he, we, we both had the same reaction when he shot that three in the corner and made it, but thought he got fouled and he was really angry. Like he was just kind yeah. of pressing. It felt like, and like I said, it kind of uh, the box score stats kind of cover that. But um, he definitely does not look 100% or really even close to it, which, to be fair, is a little bit scary if he's putting up 28 points or whatever exactly. it was uh, and, not, and not looking his best. So exactly. he's going to have games where the, the three is not falling and he'll have games where it is. But luckily for him, I mean, he's just so versatile and dangerous at so many different levels where he can get to the basket, he can get to the free throw line, he can get you in the mid-range, he can step back and shoot threes and come off like pin downs and play off the ball. Uh, He's just such a dangerous player that he'll he'll find a way to score. But at some point I would like to see him just get fully healthy. And he's definitely not there yet. In my opinion. Uh, Well, Will, we appreciate you popping into post game as always. Make sure you're reading Will's thoughts on tonight's bulls win on our website, allchgo.com. And Will tonight, it was game five, game five of 82. You, me, and Mark all hit mind melds tonight. You know, I'm mind melding with this one over here all the time, but you and I had a tweet about Zach's angry corner three simultaneously. And Mark and I had a tweet about Drummond's dumbass dribbling simultaneously. So 
you can fight it as much as you want, but it only took five games. We're right here, baby. We're right here. <laughs> yeah, the Zach thing was so weird because he, like, I don't know if the, the TV, like, camera panned to it, but, like, he, he obviously was pissed, like, right in the moment where, you know, the ref said that they just, like, high-fived, which is not a foul. But then he, like, went back to the bench and he was like yelling, and Billy like kind of had to grab him, and he just like threw his hands up, and he like went yeah, to the so, back. Yeah, he was, yeah, like, yeah. Really pissed. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. We will talk to you tomorrow. Will underscore Gottlieb is the Twitter handle. Read all of his Bulls thoughts and columns. Allchgo.com. Will have a pleasant evening. Peace. Typey, 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 typey. Uh, all right, y'all. We've still got a little bit of time left here on post game. So before we wrap up, we've been talking about the Bulls' quality guard play off the bench. We still got to talk about the game Io had, which was like understated but massive, Pretty especially awesome. down the stretch. We will do that coming yeah. up next. And while we're reading these ads, if you missed it the first time around, hit that thumbs up button. You know you want to. It's sitting right there, just right under there. Hit it. Uh, today's episode brought to you guys by our wonderful friends at. Foco, Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, from the north side to the south side, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar. Apparel from the leaders in sports merch and collectibles. Foco, looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Maybe you're going to come hang out with us at our next CHGO Bears tailgate. Not this Sunday, but the following week, the Bears-Dolphins game, November 6th, I believe. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need an extra layer because we're tailgating outside because, duh, of course we are. We're Chicagoans and we brave those Lake Michigan breeze conditions. But we do it with comfy and stylish as hell layers from Foco.com. Check yeah, out yeah, yeah. Foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. One more time, that's promo code CHGO for 10% off at Foco, F-O-C-O, dot com. Foco. You know what? I never understood why sunglasses were so damn expensive. Why? Why? Do they cost you so much damn money? But you know what hurt me? Those people at Shady Rays. And they said, Mm-mm, we ain't going to do that for you no more either. Because you don't have to break that bank to get them quality cool sunglasses that you know you want. Shady Rays got you covered. Because they got the premium polarized shades. Featuring that world-class optical clarity. That sustainable durability. And styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. Attack. The best part about Shady Rays, they got that insane protection program, y'all. Of all the eyewear. Lost and broken replacements. Let's say our guy, Matt Peck, you see him on the screen, looking incredible, mustache is on point. You see him there. Sometimes he likes to throw things. He might toss that hat. And oh no, he tossed his hat this one time, and then sunglasses on that hat, and he threw them against the wall. Splow! They broken in half. Don't matter. Shady Ray said, you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They got you covered. It's the Matt Peck Protection Program. That's what I call it. Even with the strong protection program, they still manage to make quality glasses that are absolutely amazing. And it's not just me saying that. It's over 200,000 five-star reviews, y'all. It's amazing. They stand behind their product and free returns and exchanges. You'll either love the shades or Shady Rays will pay to ship them back. This is an amazing deal. So 
Here's something exclusive for y'all. Shady A's is Shady Rays is running that deepest deal of the season. Just use that code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at shadyrays.com. That's a buy one, get one free. What they call that, Matt? Bogo. Mm-hmm. You can get two pairs for that low, low. $54. So redeem it only at shadyrays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. Because it's shady. Shady Rays. Mm. Let's do this. Shady Rays. Oh, dang. I lost Matt. Matt done went away. Come on back, Matt. There he is right there. I was about to go in the goon of the night for you. But it's all good. <laughs> and I'm back. Oh, oh. Goon of the night. Give it to us. Goon of the night. Well, since I don't have the other belt, I had to bring out this belt, Matt, for goon of the night. Since I don't have the other one. Matter. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, baby. Since I don't have the other belt to give. Because, you know, I wasn't bringing this to the office. Mm-mm. I was going to say, the next one stays, nice one stays at home. Yeah, this one stays with the big fella. That's what this one stays, baby, right there with the big fella. But this is goon of the night, Matt. Who was your goon of the night, sir? I mean, mine was obviously Dragic. Like, I mean, because of some of those insane passes he was making, only only dudes with goon levels of confidence make those kinds of passes. Um, mm. and like, dude, he was he was my behind Zach. Second star of the game and my goon of the night. I freaking loved every second of it. I would have given it to Drummond, but mm-hmm. he freaking lost me when he put the ball on the floor and tried to drive from behind the three-point line. No, Andre. No. Dragic gets my <laughs> goon of the night. Although there were so many great, I mean, Javante leaping mm-hmm. everywhere, Caruso mm-hmm. diving mm-hmm. everywhere, great candidates mm-hmm. everywhere, but those mm-hmm. freaking just insane slingshot passes Dragic was throwing around tonight, mm-hmm. he's, he, he got it for me. What about you? Well, I, it was close. Uh, fried rice. I actually did consider Daylon Terry because he had some goon behavior while he was out there on the Dude. floor, ready to fight a teammate. Those, baby, those garbage minutes was, hey. was ridiculous. Hey, man, they was in college together, man. It's the league now. It's the league now. I, I enjoyed that. He was close. He was close. But my the goon of the night, sir, for me, who gets this belt is Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso was gooned. Up, he had Halliburton in hell. Him and Io, listen, Clamp City, they had on that young fella right there, man. That block shot he had on uh, is it Durant? I can't pronounce his name. Is it Durante? Am, yeah. am I saying it right? Duarte. Duarte. That, Duarte. Duarte. That block he had on him in the corner, yeah. amazing stuff. <laughs> Will talked about that play when he went diving on the floor for the loose ball, gets back up, still makes the play. Turns it back over to the Bulls down the floor. Cash money shot. That's all goon-tastic things. I love the way he played tonight. He was hyped up. He was in those passing lanes. He was on that floor with the floor burns. It was all goon to me for my man, Alex Caruso, sir. So for me, you, sir, get the big gold belt for goon of the night. Love it. Um, mm-hmm. And before we get out of here, props to Io Desumu. My Ooh, goodness. Yes. Um, Another strong game from this team's young starting point guard. Mm-hmm. Just a, a modest 12 points on a night when we, you know, we we mentioned that the scoring was balanced for the Bulls. He was the last one of the guys who scored in double figures to break double figures. Yeah. And that to me is what I wanted to highlight because he spent most of the night distributing. 
He he uh, he did get to the bucket a little bit. He was four of seven inside the three point line, four of four at the free throw line. You love that, but on a night when turnovers became an issue for the Bulls, you know mm-hmm. what Io's assist to turnover ratio was? Your young second year point guard because it was seven assists and one turnover. <laughs> Praise be to Io to Sumu, but Thanks. the Bulls. Trying to put that final nail in the coffin. Final nail in the coffin. A few possessions in a row down the stretch of the fourth quarter. Where do they get those buckets? Io, driving, mm-hmm. driving into the paint, getting a good look, little reverse off the glass. Whatever he needs to do to finish at the rim to mm-hmm. put that team away. Calm, mm-hmm. cool, composed. That is your starting point guard from Chicago Bulls fans. Huge game for Io. Yeah. Amazing, awesome game from Io, man. And it was funny because I didn't even realize he didn't hit a three. It's just in my head he had hit a three. <laughs> and I realized, I was like, oh, well, he didn't. But he, but you're right. Like, he was getting to the bucket, and he was also making awesome passes as well. He really utilizes Vooch very nicely. I love the way they have Ooh, their two-man two game. Together. They had yeah, two man. beautiful buckets early in the game working Absolutely that two-man right. together. Absolutely right, man. I love the way those guys play together. But, yeah, man, Io is becoming stabilizing. I was saying that watching him play. Like, wow, he's really becoming, like, stabilizing. Like, I need a bucket or I need a play kind of stabilizing, you know? And that's really cool to get from your second-year person who's playing, who's his first time starting uh, at the the beginning of the season at point guard. That's amazing for for Io to be like that at this level, man. And you just saw him again, Matt, with the encouragement from his team to his teammates. When things were going right, he's the first one. Like, come on, guys, that's what I'm talking about. You know, cheering everybody on. So yeah, man, I'm I'm just loving his growth, and I think this is kind of what we expected, also from Io. So I honestly, right now, it's like par for the course. With what we're seeing mm-hmm. from, it's not going to be far, man. When we're going to be talking about him having a 20 point, 10, 10 assist game, like it's it's gonna right. happen. Like he's really on getting to that kind of level. Right. Um, shout out to uh, Ostas Jr. in the comments who said. Io got his first free throw attempts of the season. Finally, the refs not swallowing their whistle on his drives. Yeah, I mean, kudos. It was only a matter of time until the refs were like, oh, well, you know, you're a young guy and you're not an all-star, so we're not going to blow our whistle when you drive. And I was like, well, I'm going to keep driving until you call these fouls because I'm freaking drawing contact. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go. Cool. Cool. 12 points, but look at how cleanly he runs that P&R with Vooch. I mean, it was beautiful stuff between those two tonight. Um, and then there was one other play and roll that they ran where then Vooch just used his beautiful Vooch passing ability to just almost <laughs> no look whip this beautiful pass, hit Kobe White in the pocket, in the corner yeah. Yeah. for a three that Kobe knocked down. Just beautiful offensive execution uh, that, that starts with an IO Vooch pick and roll. They're developing really nice chemistry. And speaking of Vooch, uh, you know, understated game from him, you know, just a quiet 14, seven and four. You know, starting no center on a night went, you know, every, everybody eats and, and yeah. Vooch did his part. Wags, I did see you earlier with your super chat saying that you were one Vooch point away from hitting your four leg parlay tonight. My condolences to you. Keep at it. Come back to it because guess what? I've been cashing money on Vooch being good at basketball through these first five games of the season, yes. man. Vooch yes. will not let you down again. <clears throat> I promise you. He is right about that. And also, let me shout out Patrick Williams, man. Shout out to Patrick Williams, sir. You did again. Hey, he's alive, he went, Matt. He he wiggled the other toe, Matt. He wiggled the other toe today. That's all he did. He wiggled that other toe. So that's two toes. I've seen two toes wiggle, man. And what I liked was just 
how he did it. Like, he was really sure of himself. Like, no, I don't care what you guys are doing. I got the ball. Now I'm going to the bucket. Period. And everybody was like, okay. <laughs> it was like, cool. Go to the bucket. Great. Do that. No, I liked how he played. It was very smooth. Um, he all, he had his first assist of the season in this game. He had two assists, I think. His first assist of the year he had tonight, man. So that lets you know he's actually getting kind of comfortable um, in the game. But I was just happy to see again, like you said, Matt, to see that he's alive. He's got his pulse going. And he's wiggling other toes now. So mm-hmm. let's move to that other toe. And, see how uh, I feel. Stop. Oh, and wiggle your toe. Yeah, stop. Hey. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And two of his 10 points came after getting one of his two steals on the night where he just actually played some alive person competent defense and just uh, <laughs> broke off a pass from a side out of bounds. Like, you know, good for him. Not a live person competent um, defense. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and uh, I did see our... our uh, <laughs> Uh, our friend hold that bag recordings in the comments earlier saying, Hey man, I promised Pat double digits. Look at that. He got 10 tonight. I believe you promised Pat double digits in their next two games. So you're halfway there Ooh. holding that hey, bag recordings. But I, I will there. say he's close. Yes. Hey man, you, you, you're hitting it. I'm just saying you're hitting it. Let's see it. Let's see it. This is a big one. That next one, man. If we'll see if that if ugly toe points again against the Spurs on Friday, then maybe I'm going to talk to you about some bets. <laughs> we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. We'll talk we'll, offline. We'll talk offline. We'll, we'll That's it. We are out of time. Thank you so much. There was so much to talk about in this game. We got to as much yes. of it as we could, as many of your comments as we could. But that's what happens when you're feeling good after a Bulls win. That so was a awesome. good Bulls win. Beat yes, a team you should beat. Yes. You go to three and two on the year. Nice way to finish that little three-game homestand. The Bulls go back on the road. San Antone looks like Demar, who had a chill y'all do it night kind of night tonight, <laughs> is going to break that twenty thousand point marker Woo! in San Antone with his old friend Greg Popovich. That'll be special, yes. Dave. Yes, I can't wait for him to do that. I'm glad that it's happening this way for him. And you're right; it's been a long time since he since he's been here that he has said. I'll take the night off. You guys do it for me. It's been a while since he's done that. So I'm glad he got that tonight. And hopefully he can do his thing and break this record tomorrow. I'm sorry, on a, a fr- was it Friday? Friday. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, man. Can't Another weekend back-to-back, Friday, Saturday. Here Friday, we go. Saturday, baby. So get you all rest tomorrow, Bulls Nation. Gear up for another weekend back-to-back. We'll be back with a show tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel because we'll be yeah. around. Yeah. Um, us and our guy, Will the Goat Gottlieb. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Bulls underscore Peck, Fabio Sports, Will underscore Gottlieb. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Yeah. Our beautiful and talented producer, Segway Joey, <laughs> is on Twitter at Joey's Baptist. Give him a follow as well. For Will and Big Dave and Joey Unpack, appreciate you, Bulls Nation. Thanks for tuning in. As always, hit that like button before you head out. Have a great night. We'll talk to you next time. See you, Red. Be good. Mm